All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of、uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin.、Um, let's talk about dopamine today, and I want to talk about the relationships aspect of dopamine, right? Like the love aspect of dopamine. So,、uh, just a little review, right?、Um, from dopamine's perspective.、Um, You know, having things is actually not very interesting, right? But want more things is very, very interesting.、Uh, it's only getting things that matter. It's really something that, let's say, you're under a bridge, right? So dopamine wants you to want a tent, but when you're in a tent, dopamine wants you to have a house, right? When you're having a house. Dopamine want you to have a you know that mansion. When you're in a mansion, like、uh, dopamine want you to I don't know have a boat, right? So, dopamine is always triggering the want molecule in you, and then you you are always being、um, you know assimilated by anything shiny and new, and dopamine is always wanting us to want more, right? So, how does it relate to love, right? Re- Relate to、um, compassion or re- or relationship. We talked about it yesterday in the sense that you know dopamine is not really related to pleasure, right? Right. It's not directly causing pleasure,、um, but it has an indirect relationship to them. And also, dopamine it is a anticipation molecule, right? So. A romance is built on dopamine. Is a thrilling romance, right? We can talk about like one night stand, right? Or you know the first couple months of of relationships.、Um, there's actually another book.、Uh, there's a, a psychologist that talks about you know the whole idea of like compassionate love and passionate love, right? So dopamine is really responsible for the first maybe two two to three months of dating where. You know, like um, everybody likes everybody, right? Like they just cannot keep their hands off of each other. That perspective, but long term, dopamine is not going to be helpful, right? You actually have people that are maybe, uh, very dopamine sensitive. It's hard for them to settle into a long term relationship, right? Um, and vice versa. If you have a person that's not very dopamine sensitive comparatively. Then they are usually not gonna get excited about you know、um, short term relationship, but more into long term relationship. So, um, what is the difference, right? Like why you know dopamine is so good for like short term? So actually, it's related to the chemicals, right? So so like dopamine, like we said about, is like a thrill seeking, pleasure wanting, not causing pleasure, but pressure, but but a pleasure wanting molecules. But in terms of long-term relationship, right, or a certain psychologist might call it, you know, like long-term compassionate love. We require oxytocin for women, and then vaso and vasopressin for men. Okay, so I probably I spelled that wrong. V a s o p r e s i n e vasopressin, maybe that one. So there's a couple experiment I think are very very interesting, right? So they done it to、uh, paratic voles.、Uh, it, it's like a type of、uh, rodent, right? Like type of rats. So they inject oxytocin into the brain of the female、uh, voles, 
And then what happened is those type of rodent, they form a long-term bond relationship with whatever male that happened to be around. It doesn't matter who it is, right? If you put one male next to her, boom, then she's attached to that person long-term. And second experiment, right? We uh, inject the the, uh, vasopressin, right, for a a male, long-term relationship into male rodents. And what's going to happen is, you know, they actually find one female and then become long-term mate with that female. That's actually really interesting because, first of all, other females are are around. Secondly, uh, rodents are, you know, um, are um, genetically promiscuous, right? So that the, like the rats can be, you know, uh, breed and breed and breed and have a lot of, you know, offspring. But giving uh, vast person to male rodents, it actually forces them into, not force them, maybe like causes them into, quote unquote, uh, having a long-term relationship. So does human require long-term companionship, right? The answer is yes, on most cases, right? Yeah, there are people that just cannot settle down, that wants to date around, right? Like have like a playboy, uh, you know, a lifestyle. That's totally fine. But uh, most people, they settle down. Um, there, there, there's, there's actually like a UN study that says that, you know, like 90% of men and women, you know, got married or settled down by age 49, right? So, so I guess in a sense, genetically, right, we are, we are, um, prime for settling down, especially towards middle ages. So what is the takeaway, right? So the takeaway is for me, at least it's recognizing the dopamine's effects on our human body, right? So, you know, if you need a a refresh, listen to yesterday's podcast, um, and, in terms of like finding love or finding companionship or finding a relationship, um, dopamine is like the like the short term thing that take you on a roller coaster ride. Go up, go down, go up, go down. Right? Uh, if you if people have quote unquote commitment issues, maybe just maybe they are just maybe too sensitive to uh, dopamine in in like that sense. So always keep in mind that. Like if you, whatever you're in the wanting mode, right? Like I want a girlfriend or I want a boyfriend or I want to have a long-term relationship or I want to have a one-night stand. This is all dopamine's um, doing right here. And it's actually re- really interesting how there's a distinguish between dopamine and um, oxytocin for female and dopamine for uh, 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 vasopressin for male. So, all right, that's our podcast for today. Just a quick update on this uh, perspective. And then tomorrow, we're going to talk about one last thing on dopamine. All righty, thank you so much. Have a good day.